Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's Wednesday night. It's 6 p.m. Live from Manchester, where past glories are never far away. Manchester United have reached the promised land. History is made. Manchester United are the champions of Europe again. Sitting here looking for an opening. It's Dick off again. From the world's best footballing city. Call now 0345 treble 1 7625 and have your say. The Excess Manchester Football Social winning with Gowing Law. Just to think, if we change our opener there, it will not be Dickoff scores again. It will be West Brom score against Manchester United to give City the Premier League. This is the Wednesday Club. Welcome. I am joined by Steve Shanyaski and Ian Cheeseman. Uh, right. Good evening, gentlemen. Steve, we will come to you very soon if you've not had the uh, the full brunt of the fact that City are now champions. Ian Cheeseman, can, can I give you? You can give him a bit. Give me your full brunt, mate. Come I can't wait for that. Put it away, Ian. Uh, coming up on the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Salah, is he going to be a future Ballon d'Or winner? People have been calling for it for what performance it was last night and who else in the world is better than him at the minute? Let us know your thoughts. Eight double seven double one. We're going to be speaking out Wenger saying that it's not going to be, uh, it wasn't sort of his decision or his timing to say he's going to go now. That's all in the build-up to the fact that Arsenal against United is this weekend. The final time Wenger will visit Old Trafford. And is there anyone in your club that you miss that is still playing today? Is there anyone you kind of regret letting go if it's not just for the way they play football the character uh, around the uh, the, the, sta- the stadium and the fact that they were fan favourites who do you regret letting go we were speaking about summer spending as well as a couple of games involving red cards and golden boots this is the Wednesday Club thank you for being part of it Get involved with it, because we're a friendly bunch, aren't we, Steve? Yeah, absolutely. 0345 one seven six two five. Come and have your say. Were you amazed by uh, the game yesterday? 5-2 finished Liverpool against Roma. We'll be speaking about that after we give it to Steve. Yeah. 
Hi, Steve. Oh, have it, Steve. I'm, I'll, I'll accept it. <laughs> Are you okay, Steve? <laughs> so, uh, it's weird. Oh, here we go. He's coming out of the front no, for you. No, 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 no. no. It's, so, it's two weeks again, isn't it? I, I was, I've been away for two weeks. Yes, and not again, seen you. yet again, it's been another dynamic fortnight. So, we had the derby. <laughs> Which is like, oh, I can't believe I've missed the radio show after the derby. And then you in a complete... The derby. Why are you and then a the complete derby? That's contrast, about. just <laughs> wait a minute. Don't, just you calm down. I know you're excited because you. you've I'm won the league. it to you. Well, and then, uh, and then West Brom and we threw it away and it was like, oh my goodness me. We've got to get rid of this inconsistency, United. It's unbelievable. Losing 1-0 at home to West Brom. What a painful experience that was. So that now I'm back. You've won the league. Yeah. I watched Liverpool absolutely dominate Roma last night until, oh, oh, the wheels started falling off and now they're <laughs> in with a bit of hope. And oh. I was looking at their manager. Now, this is, this, is my, this is my analysis of their manager when they were long-balling them and it was 5-0 and they were still long-balling them and he's still not going... He looked right. He's changed changed the topic very quickly. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We've had a smell in our fridge for about a week now. (laughs) And I've took out, listen, listen what I've took out. I've took out a a bit of cheese. I found some old parmesan wrapped in foil. That's gone. I've took a creme fraiche, which was in date. That's gone. I had some yoghurt, uh, Greek low-fat yoghurt. <laughs> that was half empty, and I'm not sure if it was in date or not. That's gone, and the smell's still there. Is it a bit of rag that's in there? <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's moisture at the back. I don't know what's it's making the smell. I don't, unless I take the whole fridge out and clear it out, then that smell, I don't know how I'm going to get rid of it. And the look in my eye, emptying that fridge recently, it must be exactly the same look that that Roma manager was having last night because he looked absolutely clueless. <laughs> he looked like he didn't going. have a clue what to do. He didn't know what was causing the problem. He didn't know how to fix the problem. That's what my fridge is like at the moment. That's my analysis of the day. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, great analysis. Wonderful analysis. Mate, but you tried to match the day, didn't you? I was in it today. You have it turned smells. the topic away from what we started off talking about. Well, the fact City that winning you, the league. City have won the league. Have we, we've been talking about. I've said to you. I've said. To, you've asked me a thousand times. No, I have asked you twice in about. Two no, minutes. you've asked me every show since we lost. Right, the last, <laughs> the first derby when we were shocking, we were terrified. We didn't know what to do. We lost the season then. For me, we lost it then. We, there was no way. We were dreaming. We, we were at that six, was it like a six-point deficit? Yeah. And had we won it, we got, not only did we lose it, we lost it in an embarrassing way. In style. In, in shockingly embarrassing style. <laughs> uh, if you can call that style, it was awful. And then uh, and then since then, I've just, I've been, I've known City are going to win the league. All the pundits have been telling me, you've been telling me, you've been telling me, Joe. And I've got through it, mate. And here you are. And here we are. And City have won the league. And, and he I'm now just, knows more I'm about just... Coronation Street than anybody else. <laughs> that's what he's been watching for the last few weeks. Mate, I'd rather empty my fridge than watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's good to have you back, Steve. A lot has happened, as you said, with the derby. Yeah. It was a great Wednesday club for Alex. Um, he he um, famously said... Well, I mean, uh, not last week, though, when we lost no, the week league. Before, well, yeah, it well, was he, my he, week last week. So last week, yeah. he famously said... Uh, two weeks ago, he famously said this. Being the best <laughs> show ever. Uh, mood was a bit low, uh, considering um, what happened. But City have won the league. Um, Ian, before we go on to Liverpool game, I want to talk about your appearance in Channel 4. Oh, yeah. You see Ian yeah. on Channel 4. 
No. Did you not? Cows was down, was it? <laughs> we even the contestants, mate. We didn't deal Nobody was hiding inside the box. Ian was on Channel 4. A the special real football fan show. The real TV. Football What's fan that show? like? I'll Telly. speak to my agent. And I want to give a plug for it because you can still watch it now. Yeah, it it's was, on there. Uh, I tell you, tell you what, it was. Uh, they told me to get down there for half five. They said we're going to do a rehearsal, right? Yeah. We're going to do a rehearsal, and uh, it's all going to be a bit urban, you know, and all. And it was. It was oh like, yeah, it's right up your scene, that man. And everything. Yeah, Could you wear your beat headphones? Uh, down with the boys. Six. <laughs> Yo, on what up? What up? You're doing yeah, all, all that stuff. stuff what yeah. up, mate? What and up, then, mate? And then you get there at half five. <laughs> you get a bag of crisps and, and a burger, and Ooh, you hang around. Then a real treat. That burger. Wait, your birthday, mate? What the hell was going on? They're giving you that treat for. Until nine o'clock at night, and they do a rehearsal. But me and the other people on the show as guests can't be part of this rehearsal. And th- Robbie, who presents Arsenal, from Arsenal Fan, Fan TV, TV, he says to says to me, uh, the reason you can't hear anything that's going to go on now in the rehearsal is if you want a natural reaction when we ask you the question. He said you're on first. He said, but I can't tell you what we, what I'm going to ask you. So you're outside. Fortunately, it was that time when the weather was. Quite it was going nice. to be football related, not not yeah. here. <laughs> You'd like he, to he, he's not ill and wanted tips or something, is it? Something you've got experience in Verrucas or something. <laughs> so you come in. It takes <laughs> you're the Veruca expert at Rochdale, either. <laughs> takes him two hours to record this 20 minute program, and I'm on right at the beginning for for two or three minutes. And uh, so as we're just about to record my segment, I said to Robbie, so so obviously a big secret, what is, what, can you not give us a clue what question you're going to ask? And he said, yeah, I'm going to ask how it feels to, to have won the league. And I thought, well, why is that secret? That's like the worst <laughs> oh left field God. question I could possibly think of. <laughs> So I just said, yeah, it's great. That, that was, you know, so I recommend if you you're did. a Wednesday Club fan, <laughs> Ian Cheeseman fan, go and have a look. 4OD, the big 4OD. 4OD. Uh, you can have a watch of Ian Cheeseman. 40D. <laughs> That's more, what I'm more experienced in. Let's move on to, uh, <laughs> as we've already talked about, last, <laughs> la, la, last night's oh, game. Men, in men. Against Roma. <laughs> Sticky. What were you had today? On. I don't know. A lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. Liverpool against Roma, as you've described. Oh, the bad smell. But what a silly game that was. Ian? I was at Rochdale. Oh, you, uh, so yeah, I was at Rochdale. So I think where I was, I was at Rochdale. Did you last keep night. up with any updates, or yeah, did you just I went see the on final the phone score? And when it said five 0 I thought, bloody hell, I yeah, can't believe that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You blink and you miss it. The goals went in. Two for Firmino. One for Mane. Two for Salah. I'm just um, delighted when that's... I saw it went to five two. So oh, I'm that, to was... that by the way. Was... You are allowed to say that. I was, to say I was that. hoping it gets to about 5-4 or even 6-5 for them. Because, <laughs> and you know what? Obviously, you know, we're big rivals, City and United, and you, Steve, will quite openly say that you want City to lose every game or, you know, you, so, you root for the opposite. And I feel the same about United. For the first time, I'm actually getting to the point where I actually want to see Liverpool lose every game. Uh, I, I, I just, so is because of the bus? Were last night thinking... Because there's some of the fans saying, watching last night, Joe. I was oh, at Rochdale, yeah, remember? So, so when was, you're on your phone, are you thinking, get back in it, yes, Roma? You don't yes. want... Don't want Liverpool anywhere near in Champions Cole League, You've got do you? a chance now. 5-2. Two, two away What's goals. What's your feelings, Brandy? I mean, there's that people saying, oh, English clubs should win it, get behind it, but... No. no. No, you know my feeling on it, because my strategy that long that uh, for the uh, Liverpool and um, Man, Man City uh, game that, uh, a couple of weeks back was that I wanted Liverpool to win because I felt that they could be undone more than City when they come up against Munich, uh, Real Madrid. I think we thought maybe Barcelona at the time rather than, uh, rather than Real Madrid, whatever. Roma, um, Roma sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and we thought they would have been undone more than them. So my strategy still stands because look what happened at the end of that. A 5-0 and then and then and then down to that's a three goal deficit and 
I don't know what Roma's like, but I imagine it's quite a brutal atmosphere when they when they uh, when they want to win that game like they will do. I, I can't imagine. It won't be as in- to be fair, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of Liverpool at the moment. It won't be as intense as Anfield. Uh, the problems okay. with Roma are more. You know, you saw obviously the fan getting attacked, and yeah. the, and the group of the Roma ultra, fans the went with side belts things, and everything. When City played in Napoli earlier this season, the City fans were told that they could not wear belts to the game, as if the City fans were going to do something yeah. with the belts. It wasn't. It, that's more of an Italian thing. And in Rome, you're told when you go to the Olympic Stadium. I've been there. You know, when you go to the when you approach it, look out for gangs standing on street corners with belts and about to attack you. It's not going to be a nice place to go. But inside the ground, I wouldn't say. It was the most intense atmosphere I've ever come across. I'd say Celtic, Liverpool, and quite a few others are more intense. You don't need to tell the Liverpool fans not to wear a belt because they're all in tracky bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now, cue to the adverts. <laughs> I'm going to go home after that. When, when's your next like, gig in, in Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> It's on Friday. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> I mean, listening, remember what he just it's said Friday then. Night. It's Friday night. <laughs> Clip that, but it's all right. I'll be wearing, I'm wearing a shell suit, though. I'll, they won't know I'm from Manchester. Breaking news uh, <laughs> that we're getting is uh, just for anyone who's interested for the England World Cup, uh, Oxlade Chamberlain is out suffering with oh, a knee yeah, ligament injury. Knee it means he's completely out of the World Cup, so he will not be in, in the England squad if you are interested. Um, it was in the incident in the game last night against Roma, so yeah. that's the breaking news just getting us to us now. Let's wait speak about another player Mo Salah people running the the sort of question that was uh, who's better than him in the Premier League so he wins the PFA player of the year then he takes his sort of goal scoring to Europe and then people saying who is better than him in Europe leads on to the question is should he be given the Ballon d'Or the, the winner for the best player of the year um, I'd love to know your opinion on it Steve uh, and you mentioned something it might boil down to who wins the Champions League yeah, well, I think it was Ian that said that, but I completely agreed with him. I think it, it will boil down to because, you know, if the way that Ronaldo's dragged that team, what are they? They're, they're what are they sitting sixth in the league or something? No, they're back up to fourth now. Okay, um, but, uh, yeah, we're on to the fourth. They were. I mean, they're having, a, right. they're having a, a season which doesn't indicate where they should be in the Champions League, and yet he has dragged them through. And he would have scored that goal had they not uh, the penalty at the end of the the game against Roma. Uh, yeah, no, who was it? Bas, uh, who did the Juventus. Juventus, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so um, they would have, they, yeah, they would have, he would have scored that goal and then that would have been in the situation. So he, he's got themselves in the situation, he's dragged them through and if they win the Champions League, he's, he's definitely going to be, for that reason, for the... I mean, I'm a massive Messi, Messi fan, I can't deny, so I'd be pretty much going for him every year. However, you can't ignore the fact that Barcelona got knocked out of the Champions League this year yeah. and so therefore you're going to look at the teams whether you like it or not who get to the latter stages Ronaldo's in the semi-final tonight if he scores which I suspect he will the goals that will take them through to the final he, whatever happens in the final he'll have had a massive impact on this season so to me it's between Ronaldo and probably Mo Salah Mo yeah I, I, don't, I can't deny that I mean I've seen Mo Salah um, what four times this season in, in oh, yes, I think you he's have. played in all four games but I think you know and to be honest in a couple of them he wasn't he didn't make that much of an impact yeah. But you can't deny his goal-scoring exploits. He is obviously a fantastic player. And the fact that he'd been given the PFA award the night before he then plays for Liverpool and scores two goals early on against Roma, you think, well, that's a guy who can carry this sort of 
you know, overcoat pressure. of pressure and everything like that that's on his shoulders. And he did it. And so you can't deny that. But <laughs> Liverpool have now got to produce it against either Real Madrid. I think it'll be Real Madrid or Bar- Bayern Munich in the final. If he does it yeah. again, yeah. there's no argument. He, he, he has to be, doesn't he? That bicycle kick of Ronaldo's. Oh, my days. That was absolutely stunning. But here's a question for you, darling. So, without Salah, Liverpool, what are they? They're nothing, aren't they? But no, because Firmino scored two last night. Mane scored yeah. two. But a lot of people could have Steve on this. No, a lot of people could say that. Not the key moment. When you when you two no. goals when you two goals ahead or three goals ahead and then, and then your player starts knocking goals in. Yeah, maybe so. But look at look at Salah's goals last night. That that little dink, whereas Mane had completely crumbled. You know the other players wouldn't be able to cope with those situations. That the, that the guy first, who scored those the first, first goal. two goals you're that right. Salah scored were you're right. absolutely worldy, worldy, worldy. They were the unbelievable. First goal in every game, never underestimate it. If a yeah. team wins 4-5-0, the, t- the players who scored the fourth and fifth, they get the same statistics <coughs> as the guy who scored the first, but the first one is always the crucial game, yeah. goal in the game. And Salah has a habit of scoring those, unless somebody can prove me wrong, but he has a habit of scoring those opening goals. And even though you know what he's going to do, because he always cuts in from that flank, and then it's a bit like Thierry Henry when he was playing, you knew he was going to cut in from the side, yeah. right-footed and curl it around the keeper. And yet, somehow you can't stop it. And that is the mark of a great player. It's true. I was just doing a quick look to see Real Madrid's pace in the Liga. They are third, like Liverpool are, are third okay. in the minute. So they really the, the have Liverpool are back then. 19 points behind City. And uh, I can tell you that Real Madrid are 15 points behind Barcelona. So you can see they're both dragging out a bit. But one sort of correlation between all the sort of big sides is City uh, above United by 16 <laughs> points. You'll go over to La Liga. Uh, Barcelona have got 11-point lead in, in Bundesliga, as you'd know, Ian. Uh, Bayern Munich up there with a 22-point lead. So the teams that are playing, you know, on top of the league are really outshining the ones underneath them. Uh, the closest one is Serie A with a nice, you know, Juventus and Napoli. Nice fight to end there. Um, do you think it'll have an effect on, on you know, a City going to be that club? It, or do you think the next season, Ian, for you, it'll be a bit tighter? Or is City just going to... So you're asking a lot of different questions here. I'm not no, sure I think which the, one you yeah. need to ask. The question changed Absolutely. as is I... lemongrass good in a tie, <laughs> no, I couldn't leave it out if you've not got it in the fridge. The question changed as I moved on to look at... started the sentence with one question and ended with another. <laughs> what was my first which question then? Oh, no one can go on, remember. Go on, no one, what was my first question? It was seven it hours ago. No one can remember, question. I wasn't asking you a question. I was telling you it's a point. It's the new Garth Crooks. He was telling me no, a question. I was giving you a point. The point then moved into a question. Okay. And because my first point was so far away from the question, you all got in a hissy fit. So well, just answer question? me question. A city going to be as dominant as they were in this season, next season? I know. Hey, we got I know question. the answer to this. Go on, Steve. I think everyone knows how to break the code of city. And how gonna does be everyone under- know you because, no, because it's all starting to really it's the end at the end of the season the end of the season it's always the, there's been a few games where City is it's all started to unravel a bit you can you see mean like it. The five don't, against Swansea don't, people don't it's know how about. to play against City yet yeah but the the, the big teams I'm talking about Swansea <laughs> you can't bring Swansea as a yeah Swansea are big contenders for the Champions League next year as well I think you know what I'm talking I'm talking about City Spurs Chelsea so, so City not Arsenal two games this Burnley season. Two games, and that means that some, everybody's sussed them out now. Everybody knows how to play them. All the big teams have worked out how to play them because no, they've lost two games li- this season. A, a little, what drivel. A little bit. <laughs> is this guy just a comedian that you've got on against me? Or is he a football expert? Oh, no, he's a comedian. That's what Man, he is. So what do you we, think, we Ian? Th- what happened? The second, go away. What happened Steve, in that second away. half? We, un- we unlocked the code, man. <laughs> 
City collapsed in the we second half because the they thought they'd won the we game. Are, <coughs> we unlocked the... Well, that's the thing. We lulled you into sense of false security. <laughs> this is all part of the code, mate. I'm so telling you. The answer to my the is go two or three nil down and then massacre them five nil in the second half. Uh, this is the way you beat be City. As good next year, yes. Ian. <laughs> the answer is that City uh, will strengthen this summer. They'll go out and buy two or three top notches. Not necessarily headliners, not Galacticos, but two or three, because you've seen the track record that City have had in recent years. Nobody necessarily would have looked at Kevin De Bruyne, would they? Uh, he'd been an apparent failure at Chelsea, then went to Wolfsburg, slightly under the radar, comes back and look, now everybody agrees he's one of the best players in world football. There'll be another couple of signings like that. All the players, the young players like Raheem Sterling, Leroy Sane are getting better week by week. Uh, Laporte will now start to slot in. Obviously, got Mendy now fit and should be available for next season. City are only going to get better and better. And because of the way that they play, they're very, very difficult to actually plan against. You can actually work them out, to use Steve's little analogy, and I use little air quotes there, work yeah, them out. But it doesn't matter you're doing whether you work them out. There, mate. It's different. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you've worked them out or not. How do you stop it when they're playing such majestic football like well, that? I would have a tip for any prospective manager. Of course you would. Is, yes, of course I would, old chap. <laughs> Would be look at most seller De Bruyne, yeah, and uh, I would say just look at who Mourinho's selling because you don't get on with them, and they're probably the best players you're going to ever see in your team. That's what be my tip. Well, what a lovely first half. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, though. Look and guess what? Sold and look I forgot up. the question I asked you. Right, so coming that up after the break, me. we're going to give you uh, a little quiz. You're going to enjoy this one. Or are you going to ask us more questions? Yeah. It's like jury service, mate. This is like jury service. Have you ever been on jury service? Can you say Not allowed to tell you. You're not allowed to hear. I've never been, as you can tell. Right, coming up after the break, I'm going to give you a little quiz and then we're going to be talking about Arsene Wenger in the straight from one. Steve, I'm trying to do my outro. This is when you be quiet. Here's the adverts. No, Ian, I'm giving the people a bit of a tease. Oh, right. Let me tease them. Coming up, we're speaking about Wenger. Yes. We're also going to be speaking about Golden Boots. And, yes. Uh, who's going to get it? Harry Kane being sort of um, looked on the media as a hero, but then plays like Raheem Sturman. National Sterling. treasure. National treasure. National treasure yeah. Is he, he a national showed, treasure? that ball in from the back of his And why mold? can't Raheem Sterling just get some breakfast? Live from Manchester, the Excess Manchester Football Social. Call 0345 7625 and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. Good evening, welcome back to the Excess Manchester Football Social. Welcome. I'm joined by Ian Cheeseman, Steve Shanyaski. It's the Ian. Wednesday Club, not the it's football. It's the Wednesday, Wednesday Club. Uh, tell yeah. us, uh, Ian, last night's Forever Blue, who was on? Uh, oh, David Phillips was really, really good. David Phillips played in the mid-80s and he told us about uh, how his next-door neighbour used to fly him down to Ibiza for day trips because of who he was and who he was a player. We had Mark Lillison talking about his time in India where he uh, was guiding a team to the, the title. And Mr Paul Dickoff was in the studio. It was fabulous. Listen to it. It was podcast. wonderful going down on the podcast. How'd you do that? You ask me, you're screaming. Uh, wherever you get you your podcast. Well, I'll tell you what you do, how you do that. Go on to any podcast hosting sites. If you're on uh, Apple phones, iPhones, make sure you go on to your little podcast app. It should be on there. Any Android users, just go on to your app store, search uh, podcast, and a little uh, hosting uh, app will come on. Search the Manchester Football Social, download and listen, and enjoy more importantly. Right, let's talk uh, about uh, Raheem Sterling. 
um, something uh, caught my attention, as it probably caught a lot of City fans' attention. And in fact, the whole entire uh, football community gathered... He had breakfast this week, didn't he? He, they? Gathered I round don't know about to, this thing, so tell me. So this is the headline from uh, the Daily Mail Online. Uh, it reads this, Raheem Sterling treats himself to a spot of breakfast <sighs> despite missing out on being crowned Young Player of the Year the night before at the PFA Awards. A twist on something that doesn't really need to, to, you don't need to go into detail about why this man, who's just an average, uh, not an average, but just an average guy who's playing football for one of the biggest clubs uh, in the world, and he's going to get breakfast. Despite missing out on being crowned Young Player of the Year, happened to go to his teammate um, Sarni. So I don't think he'd be that fussed about it. Mm. The the idea. Uh, by that, the way, just just for the record, I made Steve a cup of tea before, despite the fact that United didn't win the title this season. <laughs> what annoys and me I about drank this, it and it was bitter. What, what, <laughs> what annoys me about this is that they've got Raheem Sterling here, who's been sort of not targeted or say in a way but stories are being written about him that, that turn on him and, and always have a sort of darker side to what they need to be if this was just a standard uh, post that the, the Daily Mail wanted to put out about him going out for breakfast and they fact they take shots of them or whatever um, then, then fair enough but they've, they had that little twist in the in the sort of title, despite not being crowned young player, You're suggesting yet. there was an agenda, Joe. I'm just suggesting that this isn't the first time Raheem Sterling's You're been right, though. I mean, in all seriousness, why is first of all why is that a story? Why are they trying to make an agenda? Why, why is that Raheem Sterling somehow is always the target yeah. of 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 negativity? Uh, from my point of view, I, I, I've got to admit that you know perhaps last season, beginning of this season. Uh, I had my doubts about whether Raheem Sterling could really reach the heights. As this season has gone along, he's got better and better and better. The game against Swansea, I thought, well, thought actually was his best performance I've ever seen from him. His movement was brilliant. His flicks and his passing was accurate. His finishing, of course, he scored a goal. He's just getting better and better and better. Obviously, Liverpool fans don't like him and they t talk of him as a mercenary. And yet, of course, they signed uh, Virgil van Dijk from Southampton, who basically went on strike, didn't he, virtually, to, to make sure his move to yeah. Liverpool went through. Where is the difference, you know? Raheem Ham. Sterling moved on, and, and obviously James Milner went from City to Liverpool. Uh, yes, he was at the end of his contract, but he went there to uh, get into central midfield and to win trophies. Now, we don't want, know whether he's going to win a trophy this season in the Champions League, but City have already won two this year. Yep. So, so City fans have this thing against James Milner. Liverpool fans have this thing against Raheem Sterling. That's the nature of football fans. But why is there a scene does there seem to be an agenda in in the the media somehow somewhere? Uh, I'm not saying all of it, but uh, anti Raheem. St I just Why don't do want to get like, it and at then, all. And then I want to switch to this side of the thing. Um, the uh, social media took it upon itself to run with the Harry Kane story, calling for Harry Kane because uh, he said that the goal was his. Uh, he said one of his goals was his, <laughs> and we took it upon ourselves to have a laugh about. I that. was nearer to that ball than. Uh, do you know Harry what I mean? Yeah, I, and do you know what we had a laugh about it. <laughs> And it happened in an incident on the weekend where the FA had a bit of a laugh about it. Well, they didn't necessarily have a laugh on that subject. They had a laugh at Chris Smalling, who is an English player, don't forget, yeah. uh, being able to um, stop Harry Kane from scoring goals. Uh, the FA came out and apologised about that tweet. Uh, and now journalists from uh, across the, uh, the country uh, are coming out saying, why are we having a go at Harry Kane? Why are we saying bullying? 
which is the word. Bullying. This this man. So this is one of the targets. Um, Harry Kane is England's golden boy. It is a disgrace. He's the butt of FA and PFA jokes. And this is from the Telegraph, and they go on to explain that we need to sort of look after Harry Kane. But then again, I will ask you, well, why are we? Steve is a comedian. Why aren't all right? these? Come on, this is a serious question for you, Steve, isn't it? You know, who can be the butt of jokes? Who is fair game to be butt of jokes? Surely anybody is. Surely Harry Kane is. Yep. You, you can make fun of anybody. How can you be that precious about it? I like the sense that the FA uh, felt they could tweet something fun out. Then I imagine it's just a miserable. <laughs> an FA experience is just miserable, and it's all like straight down the line. So, what did he say? He was in. He's in. Who's in Smalling's pocket? So, uh, the the tweeted the words, "Who is in your pocket, Chris Smalling?" And he and a video attached to it where Chris Smalling says Harry Kane, and it was just a simple little joke that must have taken the guy who made it two or three seconds to come up with, uh, and about a minute to post, get the video, clip it. You, the as British, a, as a professional British, comedian, Steve, the, you would not. Sorry, I'm talking across you, but you would not ignore... You wouldn't think, I can't have a go at Harry Kane, he's a national treasure. I'm not saying you, in your act you do gags about footballers or Harry Kane, but would you, you wouldn't think that in your brain, would you? No, it's like, it's fairly inconspicuous, isn't it? And it's just, just that the British, the British football press are so desperate... Um, to, to to sort of harvest hatred and dislike. Does, is that not the case? It's not that every every England um, every time England competes, we try and harvest hate against all our players and stuff. The one thing I'm looking forward to this summer is that England aren't expected to win. They aren't expected to really even get to the quarters or whatever. They're just expected to sort of do okay. They'll be in beneath Belgium in, in the. Um, in their group and then take it from there. But we've lost Oxlade Chamberlain, you know, like Sterling, they hate him. It's just the British press, particularly press like Daily Mail, they try to harvest dislike. Yep. But and I just, I was just wondering about reading this from the Telegraph, talking this Jason Burt, who I did tweet and ask him to come on. Uh, he, he didn't respond to a tweet, maybe he didn't think we're good enough, but the Wednesday club is good enough, so have that, Jason. Where he comes out <laughs> to defend Harry Kane. He's the golden boy. But why isn't there any defence from this man about what the other press are doing to Raheem Sterling? Raheem Sterling can have as good a World Cup, you know, as anyone this summer. You know, he shows that he's an exciting player. He's shown that he can do, and he can score goals, and he can make chances for Harry Kane, who he's trying to defend it. So why isn't there a level across everyone to try and either we take the mick out of them all and we have a bit of a laugh and we know it's not serious enough, or we just say, all right, okay, every English player we need to sort of look after in the press and maybe not focus too much on them and maybe not write negative stuff on them because they are, if we want to have a good chance at, uh, this summer, maybe we just need to lay off them a bit. Yeah. And that was all I wanted to get yeah, across yeah. in my points today is saying that why it is there one rule for another, you know, English players should be English players. They've all got a, uh, a part to play this summer. Don't just sort you think, of you think sugarcoat Iceland, you think Harry Iceland Kane. or Wales would have got so far in the, in the Euros had their press dug, dug dirt, basically, <laughs> is what they seem to, yeah. they, they seem to dig dirt, the, the UK well, press. On the other hand, isn't part of the, the personality of us English to be self-deprecating and to have a go at ourselves and to have a go at I our... I enjoy it, I enjoy it a lot. So, it, 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 no, it's not, you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, what, what's the point? Has Harry Kane responded to this? That's the key to this, isn't it? No, Harry Kane's not responded. Um, so we're, we're all just, we're just still kicking up... Uh, Dust over nothing, really, aren't we? Unless he's offended. Unless the actual guy is offended, why should we be offended? Well, then why the, would the, he be offended anyway? Yeah. No, it's only a joke, isn't it? Come on. The, and he got the goal in the end. I suppose the question I mean? is, is, should the FA 
be doing jokes? That, that's perhaps the question, isn't yeah. it? And I, guess, I find that a little strange, I must admit. I do find that a little strange. Maybe it was some, like you say, they try and make it a bit more fun. You know, because social media these days That's isn't just about is. yeah. the serious information putting out there. If you have a laugh, then you get retweets and you... And I mean, you've been having a, a big uh, debate with one of our colleagues in the office yeah. here, haven't oh, you? Oh, you brought that Sean up. Sean Wright Phillips Sean and, Wright uh, Phillips. and <laughs> Ryan Giggs. I'll never hear that name again. I'll be a happier man. So, so, you know, that that's you having a laugh on social media and, and a debate out there in the public. You can do that. Yep. XS Manchester can do that because the type of station is. Can the FA do it? Should Probably uh, uh, Which of the organisations that can have a laugh, which ones can't? When when does it become a valid joke, you know? It, so yeah. Sterling went, this is all stemmed from Sterling going for breakfast. Oh, it's all Sterling. It's, it's, it's many, many, di- I know, I know, but this many is different all... stories throughout the week, Steve. That we're just yeah, okay. One. So what did he have for breakfast? Because if I was working in that <laughs> thing, I'd be like, would you like a bacon sarnie? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be in London, you though. It in. You want a bacon batty, mate? <laughs> that was the worst action. <laughs> yeah, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Make Not Virgil, Dyke. Virgil Van Dyke's son. Dad. How was that, Because in uh, Thunderbirds, Virgil. Dad. Right, so here's our game. It's to do with Harry Kane and trying to go for the golden boot, although Mo Salah is looking likely to win it. I am going to give you the year. Each one of you is uh, going to uh, take it in turns, Steve against Steve. I'm a copper be, boot. I'm, I'm going to give you the season, yeah. and then I'm going to give you two names. You've got to tell me who won the golden boot that year. Right, I okay. could just let you have a guess. That'd be very hard, I think, especially for you, Steve. Yes. Who wants, I don't know anyone. Who once said that Schmeig... I don't even know this guy's name next to me. <laughs> 2001. This is in the top flight. This is in the Premier League. Okay. Premier League Golden Boot. Golden For you, Ian. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank or Marcus Stewart? Ooh. So one of them won the Golden Boot. One of them won the Golden Boot. (laughs) Can you believe it? No. What was the first one? Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Yeah, him. You are correct. Yeah, because the other guy, like, who's that? (laughs) Who's that? Moving yeah. on to you, 2002-2003 season. Oh, my favourite. That's when I started doing stand-up. Man, oh, well. It's not your life story, is it? Rude Van Nistroy. Wow. Rude Van Nistroy. Such rage. I'm trying to do Rude. Things. Okay, yeah, so definitely Rude Van Nistroy, yeah. Oh, Thierry Henry. <gasps> I knew you were going to say him. Um, wait, I'm going to have to go for Thierry Henry. I'm going to have to. Oh, Van Nistro there with a goal ahead of Thierry Henry, 25 to Thierry Henry's 24. Oh. Ian Cheeseman, yep. Thierry Henry, this 2003-2004 season. Yep. Thierry Henry or Alan Shearer? Got to go Shearer. Got to go Shearer. Mm. You're wrong, Thierry Henry, with eight more goals than Alan Shearer. Sound means you're wrong, mate. That ain't. <laughs> I wonder what it was. Yeah, I've been working it out. Somebody at the door. <laughs> 2006, 2007 On a season. When you let him out. 2007, yeah, got it. I was listening. I was listening. Didier Drogba or Cristiano Ronaldo? Oh. Who got the golden boot that year? Uh, well, bearing in mind that you gave me the Nisseroy before, so United, I'm going to have to go for the one that isn't United. So, uh, who do you say? Didier Drogba. I'm going to have to go for Drogba. Yes, oh, correct. Yes. If you can think through his mind, I'm thinking I through feel his sorry mind. For you, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> I stop when I when I think about what he, when he's on the internet. I leave it there. It's when you're working out what he had for breakfast that it starts to get worrying. <laughs> 2008, no, 2009, 2010 season for you, Ian. Yeah. Wayne Rooney or Didier Drogba? <sighs> Drogba in it again. 
I'm going to go for Wayne Rooney. Go for Wayne Rooney. So it's peak then, wasn't he? Oh. Three goals behind Didier Drogba. Someone let that lad in. Stop going on about that lad. <laughs> Oh, 2011-2012 season. Me. It's me, this one. Sergio Aguero Ooh. or Robin Van Persie? Um, Van Persie, I'm going to have to go for. Hey, Avon oh, calling. Uh, I wanted to say that. That's then. a WhatsApp. Avon calling. Just had a WhatsApp. No, no, Avon <laughs> calling. <laughs> you see, I'm talking about Avon calling, don't you? I don't remember that advert. No, I'm... Young. Right, Ian Cheeseman. You know, the SCS used that Avon for uh, insect repellent. It's just the skin, it's the skin moisturiser, but it's got citronella and it doesn't rot plastic like uh, DEET does. There you go, here's a fact. Yeah. God, I, I came on that the in your SAS facts. Uh, I, knew, I honestly nearly swore then. <laughs> but I was right, though. I'm Ding. stopping the game, the game stopped. Did the music run out. The music ran out. While Steve told his awful fact at the end of that. Right, awful. coming up. You'll thank me. You'll thank me when yeah, your skin's moist and you're not getting bitten that. by mosquitoes. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Coming up after the break, we're going to be talking about Wenger finally uh, and uh, and much, much more. Another game as well to do with red cards. Stay with us here on the Wednesday Club. Live from Manchester, the Excess Manchester Football Social. Call 0345 and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. Cheers to Nick Arkell there, the Wednesday club hero that we never give a shout out to, our traffic man. Nick, Nick. 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 I thought it was Mick. I'm Nick Arkell. Is it Mick? I thought it was Mick Arkell. Oh, don't tell me it's called Mick. You're giving him the ru- you, you mentioned him and then you Mr. Arkell. <laughs> Thank you very much for doing the traffic every Wednesday. Thanks, Mr. The- Arkell. Yeah. Roger, Wednesday, Roger but- Kell, his name. Middle name, Roger Kell. <laughs> Would you be good at the traffic, Steve? I love traffic, yeah. What? Would you be good at it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Be good yeah. at traffic, yeah. He was just Ca- causing it because I drive down. like an old woman. <laughs> Excess <laughs> uh, Manchester all week are giving away slow Readers Club tickets. Let me tell you, one of the hottest bands in Manchester, an unbelievable band, uh, Steve, and we're doing a top secret gig. Uh, I'm going to tell you the location Where of it. it. I'm going to tell you the to- location of it now. Let me turn the mics off. House, my house. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, right, okay. Um, I'm joking. And they said my house there. That was a joke, Steve. You haven't no, got a I'm house. Uh, oh, yeah, no, sorry. Gonna, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to turn us all down. Uh, and uh, you can win tickets. We're with Steve Berry in the morning, Clint Boone in, in, in Drive. Uh, make sure you're listening. Only four pairs left for you to win. Uh, it's getting tense. Uh, top secret location will be revealed afterwards. And I can tell you it's a beautiful location. Uh, so make sure you try and win those tickets. Can't be your um, house then. It can't be my house. I, my, I, you know, I'd want my stories could be my bedroom. Where I'm, a, I'm a slow reader, especially on holiday. Because there's so much. Book. Well, how big's the book? Big. Really, really long time. Then. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> oh, I'm not reading that stuff. <laughs> right, let's talk about Arsene Wenger. Wait till the they make the film. How long does it take you to get through the bean? Oh, I read it twice just to see if it's. <laughs> if I've got the plot right. <laughs> right, Arsene Wenger will be making his final trip to Old Trafford uh, as Arsenal manager uh, on a Sunday, I think it is, or Saturday, mm. Sunday, Sunday. I'll double check that. Uh, but his final visit to Old Trafford this weekend. We'll be sad to see him not in the United this, dugout anymore. The strange sentiment change between Wenger out, hate, hate, hate. Then he announces he's out. And then it's just all love, 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 him. love. Everyone's oh, missing him. It, tragically, just a year too long, isn't it? That for I'm, that guy, I'm a massive too Arsene long. Wenger fan. Yeah, always yeah, have yeah. been. And uh, th- I, I don't understand the Arsenal fans wanting rid. His players are more to blame. But then you start thinking, well, 
Is it the manager don't get enough out of the players? But they they were so lacklustre in some of those games. There might come a time when you know it could happen to City where they're still playing this beautiful football and they don't win trophies. Does that mean you, you panic and you start stopping in what you believe in? What Arsenal have done over the years like, has have been one of the most entertaining teams regularly in the Premier League. They've won seven FA Cups and three league titles, I think it is, under Arsene yeah. Wenger. They've moved to a new stadium, which you can argue that what he's done has financed that. Amazing, amazing. And so I'm very sad to see him go. Not because I'm having a laugh as a City fan and saying, ah, I should have stayed there longer no. than he wouldn't win a trophy. Mm. Genuinely loved him as a, as a manager and what he brought to the game, the players, the type of football. It wasn't about signing Galacticos or spending billions from him. It was about trying to bring a philosophy in. And be careful what you wish for, because if you're an Arsenal fan now, what happens next? I mean, we're just talking about that in the break. You know, who is it? Is it Ancelotti who comes in temporarily? Is yeah. it untried Patrick Vieira who comes yeah. from New York City? Yeah. He might not be in the Premier League what they want him to be. And suddenly, in about four or five years, Arsenal fans might be saying, bring back Arsene. Yeah, yeah, because it, back. You, you don't know what... I mean, you know... You've got to put a lot of prep into getting a new manager, isn't it? So they, they, were, they United, were building... United will... You can, you can learn from United in a way can't you yeah. Arsenal can because you know you get a manager say for example like David Moyes someone you think he's up and coming because people are saying maybe Sean Dyche uh, Sean Dyche can you imagine that Sean and Dyche, Dyche. Sean Dyche. Be a massive yeah. everybody's talking him up at the moment yeah. and obviously it, you know Mark Hughes did a certain level of, of job with Blackburn Rovers but since then it's not really worked for him has it uh, Sean Dyche needs to stay where he is and just carry on doing what he's doing. Exactly. He's brilliant at it. Yeah, that's true. But it's a very different thing to be managing a club like Arsenal when the expectation level goes up, not just in terms of trophies, but in terms of the way that they play and the way that they, they are as a club. And I just don't think that would be a fit that and would that work. that sort of confidence endorsement thing where if he was to turn up at Arsenal and they didn't have a great season, which you would expect from a new manager, really. Certainly hasn't happened for Mourinho the first season, you know, win that one trophy. But what, what we were expecting... And what what we spent and we still even now haven't won the league which we hope next year the year after but now we've got City who are doing phenomenally well uh, the the endorsement of a, a character like Sean Dyche from the uh, Arsenal fans they just wouldn't have that confidence they wouldn't be prepared it's to like, wait it's like Sam Allardyce just because of his name the, know? Thing, the thing is about about modern management at that very top level I mean Jupp Heynckes is the uh, is at the moment at Bayern Munich isn't he and he's come back in a terrible uh, terrible in a temporary role mm. and the, the reason that it works for him even though he's in his early 70s is because he knows how to manage millionaire footballers with egos so he, he can put his arm around the shoulder of a player and, and he, I think Levin Dovsky is a player that they've talked about this year as starting to, or, or perhaps even Rodriguez would be a better example. James Rodriguez, who was at Real Madrid, who had perhaps lost a little bit of his confidence, wasn't playing particularly well. And it takes a manager who knows how to massage an ego and how to get the, not because he's teaching Rodriguez how to play the game. Yeah but how he, he can improve his whole demeanour. Now, Sean Dyche is a manager, I don't know how we got into this, but Sean Dyche is a manager of a, of a small club yeah. with players who, who <laughs> perhaps haven't got those types of egos, who just need a different way of being managed. Yeah. But once you move into City, once you move into United, to Liverpool, you become almost, you have to be a people person rather than a coach. And people go on about coaches, but what is brilliant about Mourinho? What, you know, what has he done? He wasn't a great player, 
He came in as an interpreter initially, didn't he, at Barcelona? But what he has, he, he does is he knows how to psychologically build his players up. Yeah, People yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. his yeah. coaching ability, his tactics, but that to me is what his ability is and his skill is. And I don't, I'm not sure that you know that works at a club like Arsenal with a player like with a manager like Sean Dyche. It has to be another one of those. Um, ego managers, one of those those you know met people. You have people. to have a level of respect from the players initially for that to for them yeah. to even you know a Galactico yeah. player and an Arsenal team, they wouldn't really respect Sean Dyche's opinion until you know maybe if they won the league at the end of the season. But or you know that's the trouble he's got. He's, Especially because he, he, he sounds like a Dalek, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah don't die. <laughs> yeah. I'd love I love just throwing his voice out every now and again just to. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting to see what happens. It's one of the biggest. Uh, the the media will be on the next manager. Whatever happens, like uh, the the pressure was on David Moyes, the pressure will be on this next Arsenal manager. Who knows it's who's going to be? We'll let you know if we find out on Manchester Football Social. His final trip to Old Trafford um, coming up in the in these games in the next couple of weeks. You know, there's not many left. Steve, do you think United just need to hold on to second, or what is it to play for at the minute? Uh, I mean, I don't mean like actually what well, they play for. We've, we've tried this, but consistency. We only need to see consistency. We need to see a team that you know you might be thinking about starting with next year, or or like uh, we need to see players like Lukaku, well, more um, Rashford stuff like that. Just just really firing on all cylinders and just preparing for the FA Cup because that's all we've got this season. We got we got to smash Chelsea off that pitch. Definitely, I think we will. I do think that we'll 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 win that game. I really do, honestly. You know, sometimes you think, oh, I'm not sure, but deep down, I do think. And I thought that uh, against Spurs, I just felt that we have we have a better character and a stronger personality as a team. As reluctant as I am to agree with you, Steve, I agree with you. Yeah, oh, this because... isn't good. When both you agree, <laughs> this means it's 100 percent not good. Character. To <laughs> That's what United have got, and I had no doubts they would beat Tottenham. Now the the Chelsea game. I'm, I still think United will win. I'm with you on it, but I think that's a ha- slightly harder one to call because I think Chelsea have got a little bit more character about them than Tottenham. It also, as well, is sometimes Mourinho uh, lets pressure of his own um, character come into these games. Him and Conte uh, will be, you know, the, in the build-up to it. Questions will be asked about. You've got a manager there, the Chelsea manager that old spur. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of different dynamics in that. Conte, final, but also Conte's leaving. You've got a team that don't really look that bothered. I know it's the only thing, like like us, it's the only thing they've got. But I do think for that reason, United will have a better character and a better a stronger personality to deal with that game i'd go for united yeah uh, so that is uh, obviously going to be a good thing in the build to Wednesday club. to talk about West Ham uh, uh, no we finished at 57 so you got uh, approximately 40 seconds I can keep going <laughs> I, can, I can keep going until you got 30 seconds to go for uh, but West Ham there isn't much for you to say about West Ham is there Ian uh, well, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Win the league, it's just about breaking some records, getting more goals in the back of the net, you'll be up there. Uh, keeping it going, keeping the momentum yeah. going, showing that City, because this is what Pep said, I want to see how you react once you've won the league. I want to see that you're champions, that you're in the right frame of mind to reproduce it all next year. West Ham, Southampton, uh, obviously Swansea, all got things to play for, Huddersfield, Brighton. So it, there's still... You know, something to go for and records to break. You filled them minutes perfectly. Wow. And it's well done. done. Uh, right, I'm running sense. over now, Steve. Uh, thank you very much, Ian. All thank right. you as well. We'll see you uh, for the Wednesday Club next Wednesday.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.